lift your two hands up to the Lord. Begin to thank God for tonight. Begin to thank God for tonight. Bless his name. That is going to speak to you. Tell him to speak to you. Tell him you want to hear from him. Speak to me, O Lord. Let it be your prayer. Speak to me, O Lord. I'm here to hear your voice. I'm here to be empowered by your word. Let the word of light speak to me. Let the word of heaven speak to me. I reach out for the word. I press on for the word. I press on for the word. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. For the glorious word that is coming to us. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. It's already anointed. I thank you for coals of fire on my lips. Thank you for your anointing upon my flesh. I pray that the utterance of the spirit will be my portion. And the hearing ability of the spirit will be the ability of your people. Let your name be praised. And let your name be glorified. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a good clap. And please take your seat. It's going to be good tonight. I'm just praying I'll be able to end my teaching tonight. Because... The word is very, very loaded tonight. I'm preaching to you the wonders in the word. The wonders in the word. Your faith can only win when the word is empowered in your life. The friend of faith. Faith and the word are like Siamese twins. You can't separate faith from the word. Is the word that gives light and life to your faith. So tonight, I want to open your eyes into something that maybe you know, but it's taken for granted, or you didn't even know. Amen. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus, from tonight, I become a product of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I begin to preach. Your faith is directly dependent on the amount of God's word that has been revealed to you. God's word carries wonders in it. The word of God is a career of God's mighty wonders. The word of God is loaded with the wonders of God. Without the word, you will not see the wonders of God. Without the word, there is no wonderful things you see. What makes God wonderful is his word. The word of God carries in it the DNA of wonders. 
So we say God is a wonderful God. I need only one person at that gate. God is a wonderful God. Because the, the essential part of God's, of, of God's existence is his word. He said he has lifted up his word far above his name. So the authority of God is in his word. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power. So the power of God is derived from his word. Can I hear a big amen? Psalm 119 verse 18. Open down my eyes. Open down my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Not empower my intellectual capacity to be able to read grammar from the Bible. He said, open down my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of the word. So, the wonders are in the word. And it takes God to open your eyes, not these physical eyes, but the eye of your spirit to behold. Give me another version. Open my eyes so I can see. Say see. Say see. Say see. So uh, the writer of this scripture, do you think he didn't have physical eyes? Speak to me. Yeah. For him to be able to write, that means he had. But he said, open my eyes so I can see what you show me. So most times God shows us things by his word, but we don't see. Open my eyes so I can see what you show me of your miracle wonders. So the word of God is a miracle worker, is a wonders worker. And until God opens your eyes into the word, you can never walk in faith. Because your faith is directly linked to what you see. Are you in church? What you see in God will determine the strength of your faith. God's word is impregnated, is, is pregnant with wonders, with miracles, with marvelous things. It takes the word for you to contact the wonders of God. So if you live without the word, if you live without revelation, 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 that is the word. Revelation. In tech, we call it revi. The revelation in the word is what uncovers your identity in God. Please follow me. Those who see the, the 
Those who see what God is showing them in the Bible are distinguished from the rest. If you can see what God is showing you in his word, if we can see what God is showing us in his word, many things in our lives will change. By the time I end this sermon, you will understand why you should be looking in the word. You should be looking in the word. You should be intensely looking in the word. What can I find from the word? Something is missing in my life. What can I find in the word? It's down there in the word. From today, you will not read the Bible as a storybook again. Your amen is not strong. You will not read the Bible as a literature. You are just reading, quoting. There is something in the word. Whatever is missing in your life is embedded in the word. God's word carries the power that produces the miracle. It's the power for miracles. It's the power for wonders. What you have seen in the world is what men will see in your life. What you contact in the world is what men will experience from your life. A life that has contacted the world a life that has seen the word. A life that has caught a revelation from the word is distinguished from other lives. And that is where faith is birth. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing. By seeking and seeking. By feeding and feeding. By revelation and revelation. So until you hear and hear, you hear and you hear. Your faith will be weak. Today I'm giving you a diagnosis of why certain things are not working. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. One of the principal specialities of the word of God is to uncover your identity in Christ to you. And that is where I'm going to dwell on tonight. One of the specialities of the word of God is to uncover, is to discover, is to unveil your identity, our identity in Christ. Sometimes you see certain Christians and you wonder whether they know who they are. It takes only the word of God, not the word of any man, to uncover your identity in Christ. And look, until you know who you are, you will go nowhere. The word specializes you see, when you are reading the word, this is the picture you should have in your mind. It's like a woman in the kitchen who has gone to the market to buy cassava and is holding the knife as the word and is peeling off. 
That is the word. Anytime you sit by the word and you are looking intensely and things are being unveiled and uncovered and revelations are flashing into your spirit, your identity in Christ is being uncovered, is being unveiled. And the more buoyant your faith in God becomes. Many are walking in the kingdom as dwarfs when they should be giants. Because we are yet to discover who we are. And you see, that is why you see, it's only the word that can sanctify us. When you know who you are, you will know what to do, what not to do, where to go, where not if you know who you are, that is it. And the problem, I think, is that we actually don't know who we are. We don't know ourselves. Until you know who you are, and you are conscious of who you are. We will say we are born again, but actually we don't understand the, that uh, compound word, born again. Until we know who you are, we are, and we are conscious of who we are. We are conscious. I feel the boldness of the lion entering the place. And you, you are conscious of who you are. Christians who go and consult idols, deities, occult powers, mummy water powers, they, they don't know who they are. Until you know who you are. Oh God. And you are conscious of it. That is the level the devil doesn't want you to get to. But tonight... I set you on on that level. You know who you are. Why do you think that those Hebrew boys will comfortably walk into a fire? Who do they owe? They don't owe anybody. They could have changed their mind. Nobody could have arrested them. But they knew who they were. They knew who they are. They knew from where they came from. And they know from where they are going. They knew themselves. And they were conscious. He said, we are not careful, O king, to answer you in this manner. We are not bound. And if even our God will not save us, we are going there. Why? Because they knew their God is a consuming fire. They, they knew it. And it takes the word to open you up to your identity in Christ. Tonight you will see it. I said tonight you will see it. The word of God unveils our identity in Christ. It uncovers, it discovers you. You, you discover yourself in the streams of the word. James chapter 1 verse 22 to 24. From today, when you see a witch 
you will not run. That weight must disappear. You don't need to say a word. When a thief is robbing and a policeman appears in his uniform, who runs? Identity is the strength of your destiny. If you can discover who you are. Let's read it together. One to go from 22 to 24. One to go. I don't like that voice. One to go. And not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if any be a hearer of the word, continue. Verse 24. There are people in church like this. They come to church, they go home. We come to church, we go home. You, you, you behold your face in the world and you go away forgetting what manner of man you are. Do you know what manner of woman you are as a daughter of God? So there are some Christians, they look in the word they hear the word. Hey, hey, hey. They're shouting and they're excited. They forget what manner, what manner of men they are. It means that the word of God is a divine mirror. The more you look into it, the more you discover yourself. The more you look into it, the more you discover yourself. You see the details of your destiny. Hello? That is why when they are looking for a criminal, they publish their face in the daily graphic. Because the more the pictures are circulating, on the internet, in the daily graphic, the more the memory of people capture the image and they can identify the person. The word, the more we look into the word, the more we take after the word and our identity in Christ is revealed. The word of God is the divine painter that paints out your destiny to you. It paints out your identity. It paints out. So you see the painting, the word is painting, the word is painting. By the time it finishes, you say, ah, this is my destiny. Because it takes the word to release the wonders of God into your life. It paints your life. It's not the words, it's not the history of your family. That can predict your future. No. It's not your academic background. That can um, arrow shoot your destiny. No. It is the word of God. That gives you your destiny. So why are you not with the word? 
It takes the word to show you where you should go. It takes the word to give an image of your destiny. It's the divine painter. It's not just a morning devotion. It's not just a quiet time. It's the period where the Holy Ghost paints your destiny to you. Knowing who you are in Christ is what unlocks the authority you have as a child of God. Any child of God that can't walk in authority, you cannot blame him because he has not discovered who he is. Until you come to that point where you know who you are in Christ Jesus. You cannot assess the authority that is available to you. You are not manufacturing the authority. The authority is already there. But until you discover yourself, you discover yourself. A policeman does not confer his own authority on himself. No. The state by constitution has conferred a certain authority on any man in that uniform. So all the person had to do is to get himself in that uniform to be identified as a policeman. Then the authority available comes to him. You have so much authority at your disposal, but you can never, never assess it until you discover yourself. You can never walk in that authority. You can never execute that authority. You can never. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. But today, I see grace coming upon you. I see grace coming upon you to give you an exposure into the word of God. To give you an exposure into the word of God. If you believe I just spoke about you, give the Lord another clap offering in the house. Now, let me tell you a story I heard a preacher say about, he was speaking and he spoke about a story that Kenneth Hagan said. So, I'm also going to tell you that story and I'm sure it will help you. Hallelujah. Now, a man goes to town and grabs a baby lion. A baby lion and brought it home. And added the lion to a sheep fold. So he had sheep. I don't know whether it's sheep or sheep, but sheep. They say sheep means plural, but it doesn't sound well in my ears. So it's sheep. <laughs> and that, that one makes me comfortable. So he added the baby lion to the sheep. And they grew together. So the lion began to behave like a sheep. Ate what they ate. Walked like them. When they moved, he moves. When they are playing, he plays with them. So we, now we call him the lion sheep. Hmm. He tried to bleat like them. And when they do it, he was mimicking. Because that is how it is. Your child is speaking the language you are speaking to him. 
My child is speaking the language I speak to him. So that same child can be born in Navrongo and he'll begin to speak the language there. Nobody is born with some... You are born with um, um, virgin software. Whatever is put in, as you are seated here, if you were the child of Prince Charles, you will not be here. Because the child of Prince Charles will have access to anything Prince Charles has access to. So let's come back to the story. The lion sheep. A lion that has found himself in a, in a sheepfold. Chewing grass. Lion. Maybe that is you. So you keep smiling. Chewing. Dancing. Walking with them. When the shepherds want to be there, if you run away like them. <laughs> now anytime they go out to go and drink water, at the streams and a lion appears they all run and the lion sheep also runs away with them follow me every time they go because the, the sheep sees the lion they'll run and he too he'll run and go come and say one day say one day one day as they were drinking the water, you see the sun flashes on the water and his image, Hayakabaya, identity, just flash in a moment. He saw himself. He didn't take it serious. That is how when I tell you that you can break a family record, for the first you pastor. <laughs> I know, I know you're a pastor, but you know. So he saw the flash, but he took his mind off. Maybe some leave you somewhere that is reflecting. Then they ran away together. The next time they went, whilst he was looking, he saw the image. And he paused. He said, Ears are bigger. Then you look at the other sheep. Hmm. My hairs are more. You look at the sheep. Hmm. My nose, my teeth, the formula is different. But this face is like that animal we see and we run away. They saw the lion coming. Whilst they were running, this time, the lion sheep, who had discovered his identity, was standing there. And he crossed and went to the lion. And the lion shook his tail. And he went with them. What was the difference? Identity. You can discover your identity. You will move faster in life. 
use your mother or your father as your standard. The day you discover yourself, you will not. Feel like preaching. The reason why we have lost our identity is because we have lived an adapted life with the natural. Until that lion sheep discovered his identity. He was eating the food of the sheep. Chewing the grass. Meanwhile, there was a higher life of dominion. Meanwhile, there was a higher life of kingship. There's a Nigerian proverb. He said, no matter how angry the gods are, they will never request a lion for sacrifice. Amen. <laughs> uh, I came to pull that thing out of you and bring you to that place where you will discover your authority, your right, your privileges, your powers in Christ Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. is going to be the launching pad to push your faith into a winning gear. Because this time when the lion came, a lion sheep, some of you have become saint sinner. Saint Fierro. Saint Amroba. Because Lord, being a righteous man, living amongst people who are seen and hearing and seeing and interacting with them, he also, his heart became corrupted. So, we lost our supernaturality because we adopted, we have adapted ourselves. Adaptation. You read biology. Adaptation. Adaptation. The chameleon in this pink atmosphere will take the pink color. The spirit of the chameleon has attacked many Christians. But today, I see grace removing that spirit out of your life. Your amen will bring that deliverance. I said your amen will bring that deliverance. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Your actual picture is in the word of God. Your actual picture. So anytime you, you are sitting in a meeting, a gospel, a Christian meeting, your focus, you should be looking for the word. In the word. Look for the word in the meeting. Look for the word in the church. Look for the word. Now we have too many comedians with the mic. And too many karate kickers. You don't know what they are saying. There's no word. They just, if you listen to common sense, you'll be commonized amongst men. If you listen to the word of God, and you catch revelation in the word of God, you will adapt to that word. 
and your faith will be so solid. Solid. Any other source that gives you identity is fake. Any other source that gives you your identity is fake. And you must reject that source. Because your true identity is in the word of God. If you don't come and we go and see the family God, you know something will happen to you when you get to a certain age. It is this family God that has been protected. I've been protecting who? I have a new identity. I have a new father. I have a new spirit. I have a new hometown. I have a new vision. I have a new mandate. Mandate. I have a new mantle. I have a new calling. I am in a new profession. And that profession is following the Lord to the end of time. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Your identity is your strength. Your identity is your glory. Your identity is that which gives you authority. Go to the hospital. You will see different, different kinds of people. Security men, oddlies, nurses, different colors. White, green, blue, pink, brown, plenty. Lab men, pharmacists, electricians. Do you go to the hospital to sit by an electrician? You go to the hospital to consult a doctor. Your identity gives you your glory and your authority. And until you take time to discover yourself in Christ, your life will be of low value as compared to what God wanted it to be. We, 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 we live a superstitious life, not a spiritual life. Your life is in the spirit. You are a spirit. Get it and get it well. You are in the spirit. The way you think is a function of the amount of revelation you got from the word. Oh, my, oh, pastor, but as a human being, what, what could I have done? You are not a human being. You are a God being. Give somebody a high five. Tell the person you are not a human being. You are a God being. Tell the person you are not a human being. You are a God being. So stop saying nothing. But if, 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 if it was you, what would you have done? You know, I'm also a human being. What could I? You are not. You are God being. You are a chip from the rock, not from the weed. The weed is blown by the wind, but the rock is there. You are a chip from the rock. Stop behaving like sheep. You are a lion. Don't lose your identity to your environment. A man is not a product of his environment. When he knows his identity, he determines his environment. 
A man who does not know his identity, it becomes a victim by becoming a product of his environment. But a man who knows his identity, God gave authority to Adam. He said, name everything. Whatever you call it, that's how it will be. Adam determined his environment. That is the man who had not fallen. And that is how God intended it. When Jesus came, he restored us back into that state. Don't, don't tell me, oh, Pastor, we like, uh, read the airways, that is how we behave. No. Read the guns, that is how we behave. I told you, nobody is responsible for the state of your faith except you. Yeah, as a human being, what could I have done? You are not a human being. You are far past. When you became born again, there was a transaction. Humanity gave way to divinity. That is the realm you are. You are far above all principalities and powers. You don't need to do 24 day fasting to understand this. Pick it now that you are far above. You don't need to do 25 days fasting to enforce that authority. You are there. Pick it now. Let it enter. My name did you. No, be conscious of it. And that is the secret that makes giants. You see men of God preaching with authority. They discover this. And that thing is not for men of God. It's not for apostles. It's not for prophets. It's not for pastors. It's for children of God. You are a child of a lion. So Daniel got to the lions. Then the lions saw the lion in him. And they were all shaking their things. And Daniel was giving them high five. And walking around. The, the king thought Daniel was a human being. But he was a lion. Salvation is the greatest thing that will ever happen to a man. It's free, but it's the most greatest. I thought you'd be clapping. Then they look at you and they say they've seen you that they've turned you into a bed, into a nest. Me. A bed. Me. It is your mother. A bed. They've turned you into snake. You seated above, far above. Somebody has put you in his pocket. You, me. My life is hidden in Christ in God. Looking for me. Deal with God, deal with Christ, and come for me. You are where? They've hung you on a tree. You. Jesus. They can't. You are there. You are there. And you have to remain there. What is a lion doing with cocoa? Have you seen lion taking cocoa before? That lion should have lived with animals that take cocoa. 
and has never discovered himself like the lion sheep. But the day that lion discovers himself, the enemy can attack you. Yes, there are lions whose legs are broken, but still is a lion. So get to that status, be a lion. They are, all of you may have maybe five CD, five CD, but some of them are the current ones, some of them are the old ones, some of them are even current and dirty, but the value is the same. And you see a lion whose leg is broken, he's still the king of the jungle. He's still a soldier. He can still pull the gun. Am I, am I preaching something good to somebody? John chapter 1 verse 19 to 23. I feel the anointing. And this is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites, they sent an entourage. You could be sad, sir. We are going to find out from that guy. He's making noise. Let, let's go and find out where he's coming from. So the Jews and sent priests, high-powered delegation. No joke. Because your identity is a critical factor for the authentication of your authority. Remember when. King Saul began to prophesy. They asked, whose father is Who is their father? Because their identity is very important. So these priests and Levites have been sent by the Jews to go and find out who is that man. I haven't finished. Keep me in the night. And Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Asking you, who are you? They come and use your back for football. Who? Witches, use your back. You. Use your back. You are sitting far above, and they use your back for Chilisa. You. Who are you? Verse 20. And he confessed and denied not. And he confessed and denied not. Listen to what he said. But confessed, I am not Christ. He knew his identity. He was not ready to fake. Verse 21. And they asked him, if you are not Christ, what then? Are thou Elijah? Elijah? And he said, he said, I am not. If somebody is talking like this, what does it mean? He knew himself. So you follow. Are you Jesus? No. Are you Elijah? No. These are big names. There are people today who are trying to dress and look and sound and do like big men. They don't know themselves. They are struggling under certain clocks. 
they go home and they can't breathe. My bro, John said, I am not Jesus. I am not Elijah. They are great people, but I'm not. And he said, I am not. Are thou that prophet? And he's answered, No. Verse 22. Then said they unto him, Who art thou, Jack? Tell us something. Why you know it? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? What sayest thou of yourself? If you have not discovered yourself, what will you say? They are calling you Jesus. You say you are not. They say you are Elijah. You say you are not. Are you that prophet that Moses prophesied? No, I'm not. They must give us an answer to take to the Jewish people. What are you saying that you are? Do you even know yourself to tell people who you are? You let people make you into what they want you to be. Who are you that will determine the strength of your faith in your work with God? If you know who you are, you won't consult with lesser gods. You won't go and consult with water bodies for babies. You won't go and take things to put on your eye and attract man to marry you. Do you know who you are? Zagadavakataya. You must, he said, who are you then? Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. What are, who are you? Give me the 25. He said, he said, I am the voice of one. This is somebody who knew who he was. Who are you? He had identified himself. I am a voice of one crying the word and making straight the way of the Lord. As saith the prophet Elijah. Who are you? If you know who you are, there are some things you will stop crying over. You must have a consciousness of who you are. Until then, you cannot fulfill your destiny. You must have a consciousness of who you are. A consciousness. Not just accepting what I'm telling you, but walk in that consciousness of who you are. You are a child of God. You are a daughter. Of, you are a son of God. And whatever Jesus took, the same given to you. You are joint heirs with Christ. Get this. If you get this thing, eh? if you get this thing, if you get this thing, your life will be better. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it.
John chapter 8, verse 25. John chapter 8, verse 25. Then said they unto him, Who are thou? And Jesus, from one day to another day. And Jesus said unto them, even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. He made them know that he, he has, you, you must let, don't change. Tell somebody, where God has put you, you can't change. The way you are saying it, it shows that you now you have changed. You are not saying the thing with Vim cry. Tell the person where God has put you, you cannot change. Everyone that will make any serious impact in this life will have to have discovered himself in God. You should have been able to discover who you are in God. Who you are in God. What manner of man are you will determine your mannerisms. Please, are you following me? I mean, when you get a player like Messi, you know what you should get. Because the manner of man he is will determine his mannerisms with the ball. So, until you can discover yourself and bring yourself to that identity, your mannerism. The output of your life, the output of your destiny, the, the color of your destiny will not be up to the standard of God. If you don't allow yourself to be discovered by the word, you will end up like one of your relatives. I'm telling you. It will, that is the automatic path. It takes Christ to change the path. So when they gave birth to John the Baptist, and the mother said, his name shall be called John. The people said, what? No, no, name. we don't know a name John in this family. The normal thing is that they'll give the name of the father to the child. But God changed it. It is God. It is Christ to change the path. If you don't discover yourself in Christ, you will end up like one of your relatives. Minus you. I said minus you. Now listen to this. If you don't discover yourself in Christ, you will suffer many things of the devil. Until a man discovers himself in Christ, he will become a victim of many beatings of the devil. Because as long as you remain in ignorance, that in ignorance, the devil can't keep deceiving you. You can't come and tell me I'm a Nigerian. You can't deceive me. I know, I know, I'm conscious of it that I'm a, I'm a Ghanaian. I'm not a Nigerian. But if you don't know where you are coming from, anybody at all can tell you a story and you believe it. Amen. Amen. I feel like preaching more. Let's look at John chapter 1 verse 21 to 22 again. I'm going to tell you something from that. 
He said, and they, they asked him, what then? Are thou Elias? And he said, I'm not. Are thou that prophet? And he answered, no. Verse 22. Then said they unto him, who are thou that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What stayeth thou of thyself? Can I tell you something? Do not mind what they say. Mind what you say. Don't mind what they say. Because they don't know the composition of your destiny you've discovered in Christ. Mind what you say. John the Baptist said, I am not Elijah. I'm not Jesus. I'm not that prophet. I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Don't mind what they say. Mind what you say. He said, we cannot but to speak the things which we have seen and we have heard. Acts chapter I think 4 verse 20. We cannot but to speak the things which we have seen. And remember the prayer of David. Psalm 119 verse 8. He said, open down my eyes that I may behold, I may see. So Peter was speaking. He said, we cannot but to speak the things which we have seen. Don't tell me I'm bragging. I'm just telling you what I've seen about myself in the world. I'm not bragging. You come and tell me you dream that you dream that I'm dead. I'll tell you you saw yourself, not me. I'm not there. I'm seated far above. Far above. You didn't see well. Then they then you are afraid. You are afraid. You are afraid. Are you there? When they went to look for your savior in the tomb, was he there? You are not there. You are long gone from that place. You are long gone. You can't convince the lion that he's a dog. You can't. Who are you? This is where faith is better. That's why I'm ending the series with this. You connect it to all the teachings and you see that, mm, I need to stay with the word. That's all. It's not anointing oil. It's not this. It's not this. It's not a prophet. A prophet can boost your faith. It takes the word. The word is the faith booster. We have seen people, they prophesy to them, they get job, they get wife, they get husbands, and they leave church. It's not prophecy that builds your faith. Is the word of God that builds your faith. There is a place for prophecy. There's a place for it. And Friday, Sunday, first service, second service, we're going to use that. But what will build your faith is the word. The more you discover yourself, the more you stand in the Lord. Give us that scripture. Let's read. Acts chapter 4 verse 20. Acts chapter 4 verse 20. Acts 4 20. For we cannot but to speak the things which we have seen. And we are. So if you have not seen, that is why you are not bold. 
The boldness of the child of God is birthed from what he has seen in the world. You cannot be bold in the flesh. You fail. You must be bold from the realms of the spirit. The time is beating me. Your identity is only unveiled from the things you hear and you see from the world. The best gift your pastor can ever give to you is not to prophesy to you. It's not to cast a demon out of you, but to help you discover who you are in God. That's the best gift. If there is any gift you would desire for my ministry, not that I should prophesy to you, that, that God use my pastor to help me discover who I am in you through your word. So all that I try to do on every Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, is to help you discover who you are. You need a revelation. If you don't get this in God, you will be roaming to and fro like the devil, looking for who you devour, looking for who you accuse. Look, uh, it's not, my pastor did not pray well for me. The intercessors did not pray well for me. My mother did not bomb me into the right moment. You are walking to and fro. You have taken the ministry of the devil from him. You have, taken, you have taken the ministry of the devil from him. Why diabolical? With no pay. You don't need to have a ministry to walk in this authority. You don't need to be a prophet or a, you don't need it. It's not they are apostles, apostles who don't walk in authority. They don't know who they are. They are our houses. <laughs> I used to be in tech. That is how we mention apostles. For, you, for, 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 for them to know that you are fasting and you have lost energy. So you can't say apostle. So you say apostle. Make me go pray. Apostle. You can be an apostle. And not walk in authority. <laughs> Housel. But you need to have friends that they call themselves a houses. It's very nice. It's a, it's a beautiful fellowship. Your, your, your own. They call it Popoy. Hey, Popoy. Hey, Your own. Our own. It was a hustle. We like it like that. <laughs> Jack, Jack. That word Jack is a trister. Jack, where are you? When they call you Jack, I mean, you're a trister. They should call you sister, sister Jackie. Sister this, sister this, be happy. You see who me now? Why are they calling me sister? You want what? Slay queen, slay queen number one. SQ, S, S, SQ1, coded. <laughs> you are coming to church small, they start calling, hey, Osofu, then you bow. <laughs> me, I'm, me, I'm not Osofu. What should they call you? 
destroy you. Appeal. They call you appeal. Appeal. They are like, yeah. You are suffering. I see something new coming out of your life. I said, I see something new coming out of your life. I said, I see something new coming out of your life. Now, let's look at certain scriptures. It will provoke you to begin to say certain things about your life. John chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. God help me to finish this. These are, I mean, just look at the scriptures. I'm going to put things out. It will provoke you. This is Jesus speaking. In our time, they will say he's a proud person. He said, but Jesus answered them. My father worketh hitherto, and I work. So, Jesus knew who he was. I am my father, I want. The people got angry. Look at the next verse. They, they, they wanted to bounce, and, and therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him. You, they are killing, they are looking for you to kill you. You are, you are afraid. Jesus, your savior, they wanted to kill him. The, the Jews, so in the realms of the spirit, there can be spiritual attacks on you. But who you are will not allow the attacks to work. Because you are sitting far above. So they sought to kill him because he, he, he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father making himself equal to God and they were mad. Sometimes when you know who you are, your friends that want to keep you at the sheepfold, tell them, when I look in the mirror of the world, I realize I'm a lion. I'm not a sheep. I'm not a sheep. I'm not a sheep. I'm a lion. John 8, 58 to 59. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, before Abraham was, I am. Hey, Abraham. Father Abraham, this guy is blasphemous. Before Abraham was, I am. Look at the next verse. Then took they up stones to cast at him. Jesus, he suffered. You small suffering, you are talking. Yours is worse. This one, they take stones. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. But tempted to give, he ran away. It's another message. I won't go there. <laughs> I won't go there. I'll go there one day. Hallelujah. When you discover yourself, Satan goes packing. He, he sees that challenge. This guy has defeated me. Anything he does is a child's play. You need to discover who you are. That's all that I'm saying tonight. Let's look at John chapter 10, verse 34 to 39. Quickly. Quickly. Let's move fast. Jesus answered them, It is written, it is not written in your law. I said, Ye are gods. Is it not written in your law that I say you, you are God? Hey, it's poor matter. How can this man call us God? As you are sitting there, you are God. The Bible says about Joseph that God made Joseph a God unto Pharaoh. 
And when he said this, when you read all, you see that they got angry again. Your identity will threaten somebody. That is why when you are entering the bank around four or three, you see so the policemen there with guns. It will threaten any potential thief. And the devil is a thief. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. When you know yourself, you expel him out of your life. You give him no space to operate. Your case is peculiar. Never generalize your problem with others. Your case is different. It's unique. It's different. If Christ is in it, your case is different. That is why the problems that brought people down in your family cannot bring you down. You are different. You are unique. We are peculiar. Whether they understand it or they want to accept it, we are peculiar. First Peter 2 now. Quickly. I need to hit this thing. Give me five moments around our rabbit. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Your case is different. You may be part of the people who are in the queue of malaria that kills people. You. It cannot kill you. I'll show you. And this is not physical. I'm not talking biology, anatomy, I'm talking faith, spirit. Your case is different. Your case, if, if you don't get this, whatever, what they call generational case, it takes your identity to cripple it down. If you don't understand and walk consciously in this, they will tell you, ah, but you cry, you are bragging. See, your grandfather, this happened. Your grandfather, this happened. Your uncles, look. So you, it is coming. Your case is different. They were worshiping idols. They could be confessed Christians, but Christianity is a profession. The same way you can be an accountant, Christianity is a profession. And you know that not every accountant knows what he's doing. Adiva Gaziya Katara. I feel like preaching now. <laughs> you know it. You know not every, those who fix the eyelashes, some of them use it when you finish them, you are removing. You know. Not every hairdresser is a hairdresser. <laughs> not every doctor is a doctor. Hallelujah. You have been given a marvelous life. Look at it. He said, that ye should show forth the praises of him which has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So all the type of, your, your life is supposed to be marvelous. Your life, you have a marvelous life. You have a beautiful life. You have a beautiful life. You have a wonderful life. And you need to believe it. I'll, 
it is not physical, my people. You have to see it in the word of God. That is why you need to pray proper prayers. God, I need you. God, I need you. It's a useless prayer. Lord, I need a dress for next Sunday. I want to wear a new. It's a useless prayer. When Paul is praying, I open down my eyes. Open the eye of my spirit. David is saying, open down. David, rich man. What didn't he have? He's praying, open down my eyes that I may see the wondrous thing. You are praying for you. Paul is saying, that I may know you. Moses, after seeing everything, seeing the recipes, seeing all the plagues, and see walking with God, pillar of fire, cloud of this, he's seen everything, God feeding them with manna. He still prayed that, show me your glory. What are you talking about? They're praying for Brazilian week. Lord, send the man who buy me that Brazilian week. You are not serious. You are just not serious. They should just suck you from the prayer meeting. <laughs> they should just suck you. They should just carry and throw you out. <laughs> that will be the man, Lord, I'll open my heart for. Alberto Mozambique here for you. Mozambique. <laughs> Mozambique. <laughs> Your destiny is Christ. It's not a darkened destiny. What the devil is showing to you is fake. Don't accept it. You are unique. Don't accept it. You accept it, it will be. Don't reject it. Reject it. It's not your picture. What the word is showing to you is not what you are seeing. Eyes have not seen. No, yeah. There is a picture of your destiny in the word of God. You need to dig deep. You need to see it. You need to hear it. You need to discover it. Else you'll be deceived all the days of your life. There is a picture in there until you can pick it up. Until you can pick it up. Single ladies, you dare not write yourself out of life. You may never marry, but your, your identity in Christ, when you discover it, you shut down the mouth of the devil. Why do you allow the enemy makes you look like you are a very useless person just because you're not married? You have not discovered your identity. You know how many marriages are at the court breaking? Because people were in a hurry to marry anything. Because they felt the identity was in the marriage. But the identity is in the world. In the world. It's in the world. They connect them. Connect. You go and meet somebody you never know. In the name of marriage, when you marry the society, are you going to die and be judged by society, or are you going to die and God is going to ask you, What did you do with the life that I gave to you? I heard a preaching, he said, Don't just be somebody's wife. It was not, a, it was not even a preaching, it was a talk of Michelle Obama. Don't just be somebody's wife, 
We have too many women in church. They are stuck in a box just because they married. Please. There is an identity in you. There is something in you that only the word can unveil to you. Give the Lord a mighty clap. He said, into the marvelous light. A light is life. So, your life is a marvelous life. Don't let any circumstance deceive you. Don't let even an angel preach another gospel to you. You have, he said, if any angels preach about another gospel, that angel is cursed. You have a glorious life. Haven't you seen that any proper prophet when they are prophesying to somebody, you, you have a very glorious life. They will say, you have, that's a very, you're a big woman, you're a great woman. That's a proper prophet. Because the prophetic is to empower, edify. That is what God wants to bring out of you. Not necessarily your errors and your mistakes. Moses, you think he didn't have quarrels with his wife? Did you see it in the Bible? Do you know the state of his children? Oh my God, I'm getting deep. You are getting confused. Do you know the state of Moses' children? Do you even know them? Do you know the, the, the other sons of Hannah? Do you know what became of them? Do you know the other children of Mary, the a foster mother of Jesus. The other four. God is specialized in bringing out the marvelous life that is in you. It takes the word of God. I pity Christians who depend on men of God. I respect Christians who depend on the word of God. The man of God can make a mistake, but the word of God can never make a mistake. Never. You can clap. And when the man of God is making, you even be clapping. But he knows he has made a mistake. When you rely on the word, you can never, ever, never, ever make a mistake. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Just give me five minutes. I will surely finish in the five minutes. What makes you peculiar? I'll just give you one and we go. What makes you peculiar? John chapter 1 verse 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. And then we'll move to John 3 16. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Connected to John 3 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, 
but have everlasting life. But have what? But have what? But have what? Number one, what makes you peculiar is that you have everlasting life. That is, um, that, that is what makes you peculiar. You may look like your mother, you may look like your auntie, you may look like your cousins. What makes you peculiar, Joyce, is the everlasting life you have. That word have talks about ownership. Talks about possession. It is mine. Nobody can take it. I didn't steal it. It was given to me. You have it. Believe it today. You don't need 30 days fasting to believe it. Believe it now that you have everlasting life. The life of God. You know what it means? The life that has no beginning and has no end. That is what you have. You don't have the DNA of your ancestors. Master, when you become born again, the Zoe of God, the life of God is, is put into you. This is where you begin the faith journey. That is why we tell you to do the things we ask you to do. This is the reason you have everlasting life. A child of a pig has the life of a pig. A child of a fish has the life of the fish. A child of God has the life of God. The sowing. The sowing. If you die in the hands of a witch, it's your fault and not God. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. If you fail under the authority of your hometown demons, it's your fault and not God. You are a child of God. Therefore, the life of God is in you. It doesn't matter where you put Joseph. It doesn't matter where you put Daniel. It doesn't matter where you put Jesus. You can put Jesus in the tomb. Close it up. Sabotage him. Put soldiers there. The life of God will not allow him to lie there forever. He will come out. He will come out. It is what, you see, you can have two substances like this. One can be a stone. One can be a cock. The stone will fall in water and sink. The cock will, will float. It is what you are made up of that will determine what will happen to you. So if I carry everlasting life, I live like God. I talk like God. I walk like God. I think like God. I see like God. I behave like God. I act like God. You don't need any apology to live that way. You don't need any apology to talk like God. You don't need any apology. He said, by faith we understand that the world was framed by the words of his power. The words. What are you talking about yourself? What are you saying about yourself? You can't say anything when you have not discovered yourself in the world. That's why you are not talking. When somebody looks at some of you, you have been verbally abused from childhood and that is what has made you. You have to begin to reverse things. You need to speak back to those words. You need to silence those voices. 
Else, any small thing that happens to you, then you go back. They said it to, when will I ever think for myself? When will I ever think right? When will I ever be right? When will I ever be wise? No! Speak to yourself. You are a glorious life. You are a wonderful life. You are a peculiar person. You are a child of God. I am the apple of God's eye. I am... One thing that has kept me to survive is that I know who I am. I don't care who speaks down at me. I don't care who looks down at me. I look up at myself. I look up to God. My life is gravitating towards God and not man. Your opinion is foolishness to me as long as God has approved me. You need to know who you are because you own, you own, you possess, you have Have it. You have it. If you have confessed Christ, you have it. And that is your greatest treasure. You can have millions of dollars, billions of dollars, great opportunities, whatever, traveling all over the country, traveling all over the world. Everlasting life is your greatest asset in this life. Give the Lord a mighty clap of God. I beg you, let me finish this message. I beg you. Everlasting life is the God kind of life. Salvation is, the trans, is a translation of a man from humanity to divinity. Salvation, your hair will still be there. Your body size will still be there. The transaction is not physical, it's spiritual. You have been moved from humanity be careful what you say. Be careful how you think. Be careful what you, that is why faith is very critical in your life. Peter said in Acts chapter 4 verse 3, we cannot but to speak that which we have seen and we have heard. Don't chip in yourself to the world. Don't chip in yourself to humanity. Don't say this is how they do it. This is how we do it. This is not how you do it. This is how they do it. But this is how I do it. I thought you'd be clapping. They have the way they do it. We have the way we do it. They have the way they spend their salary. We have the way we spend our salary. The God kind of life gives life to your destiny. It is at the point of salvation that you receive the infusion of Zoe. And when Zoe comes into your life, John, you are done. You have a good ground to sail in life. You have the advantage. It gives you the advantage. Be in the plane. You are in the air. Whatever happens in the plane, is determined by you. Whether you be sitting down, or you be eating, or you be sleeping, the devil has no say over there. Your father or your grandmother that is on the ground in Ghana has no say when you are in the plane. Whatever the air hostess is coming to give to you, they cannot tell the air hostess not to give it to you. 
when your dimensions change, level changes. You, you, God. When the chicken is telling the lion that he's not a king, do you think the lion will react? No. <laughs> Some of you, chickens tell you you are not king. And then, hey, you know what? <laughs> Let me wrap up. Give me two minutes. I'll just wrap up. <laughs> if you know who you are, you will never stop praying. You will love praying. You will love fasting. You will love reading the word. You will love church. You will love listening to the word. You will love to serve your king. You will love to live a holy life. You will love to go for evangelism. You will love to invest in kingdom work. If you know who you are, you will not feel cheated when they say bring your money to church. You will not, because you know that this is your kingdom. This is your domain. This is where everlasting life really flourishes. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. The last thing I want to say is that sin does not dwell in that life. It doesn't recognize it. It's not a place where sin dwells. It has it is immune and has the ability to push out sin out of your life. Sickness does not dwell. Jesus never ever complained of headache. Did you read it? Did you read that Jesus got sick? If you were sick, they would tell us. Because Peter's mother-in-law was sick and they said it. Jesus never. The life of God. I don't care what they've said about you. Right now you can get your healing. I don't care whatever whoever medical report about your head, your bones, your breast, your womb, your blood, wherever, your lungs, your heart, whatever medical report has been given to you. Sickness does not dwell in the life of God. God never gets sick. I came to declare to you, if the life of God is in you, according to the authority of the scriptures, any sickness in that body, any sickness they put on you, any sickness you have been diagnosed of, let the power in the authority of the word of God deliver you right now in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. I cast that sickness out of your body. I cast that sickness out of your brains. I cast the tumor out of your body. I cast the cancer out of your body. I cast the high blood pressure out of your body. I cast sugar diabetes out of your body. I cast ulcer out of your body. I cast fibroid out of your body. I cast typhoid out of your body. I cast sickle cell out of your body. I cast barrenness out of your body. Somebody shout yes! Rise up on your feet right now. Oh, say it as, as though you believe. Say, I am a child of God. I have everlasting life. I have eternal life. I have the life of God. I have the God kind of life. I am a product of Zoe. Say, I am a product of Zoe. Say, I'm a product of the life of God. Say, I possess everlasting life. Say, I have eternal life. 
Say, I live above all. Before, because he that is from above is above all. Say, I live above all problems. I live above all curses. Say, I am lifted and far above principalities. Say, I'm a child of God. A child of victory. A child of favor. A child of honor. A child of divine speed. A child of divine acceleration. Say, I'm a child of breakthrough. Say, I'm a child of faith. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a shout of praise. When you go home, look for the devil and molest him. When you go home, look for the demons in your father's house and molest them. Tell them you know who you are now. You used to be among the sheep. You were a lion, but you took the form of a sheep. But now you have discovered your identity. When you go, ask them, where are they that you show up? Because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. I came to discharge you from all satanic torments in the mighty name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty amen in the house. And a mighty clap offering. A mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Tell yourself I cannot fail. Whether they like me or not, I cannot fail. You are not saying, say whether they like it or not, I cannot fail. Whether they like me or not, I cannot fail. Whether they agree or they don't agree, me, I cannot fail. Give the Lord a shout if you believe what you said. You will never end up like your father. You will never end up like your mother. You are a new creation, a new species, a new move. You are a new move of the Holy Ghost. You are a new fire of the Holy Ghost. You are a new breed of the Holy Ghost. They should get ready because God is about to explode. The marvelous life of Christ is about to explode. They should give you some time. And Daniel told the Enoch, give us 10 days. I'm here to declare to somebody, some few days from today, they will see the glory of God over your life. You are not a curse. You are not a mistake. You are not a misfortune. You are the glory of the Lord. You are the shine of the light of the Lord. You are the light of the light of the Lord. You are the light of the glory of the Lord. Somebody give the Lord a jubilation. Shout! Whatever has come upon your life, I feel the anointing. That generated from your background, that was generated from the words of your mother, your, I feel it in my spirit. The words of somebody you stayed with, the words of somebody you worked with, the words of a very close friend that has become a monument in your mindset. I'm here to tell you by the fact and the truth that you possess everlasting life. Let that thing break loose of your life now. Shout a big amen. read the news today where a woman bent herself in US because of the torment of divorce. Whatever experience you have been through in life, 
that has given the devil an advantage to be tormenting your destiny crushing your 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 self-esteem that has given the enemy an advantage to give you a demonic label by the fact and the truth that you have everlasting life the zoe the life of god i'm here to speak to another god i speak to you as a god i speak to you as a god for god make joseph a god to pharaoh i'm here to announce to your people you are rising from the darkness for god has called us from the kingdom of darkness into the marvelous light of his kingdom receive everlasting light upon your life Whatever they stole from you has been returned. I said, whatever they stole from you has been returned. From tonight, I tell you, your hometown witches, they have seen your light. They are packing out of your life. I said, they are packing out of your life. Principalities and powers, they have given up on you. I said, they've given up on you. You are on a new path. You are a new journey. You are on a new way. The Lord has opened a way for you. Somebody give the Lord a jump and a shout of praise. Nobody built in your house. You are going to build. I don't care your salary. I don't care your salary. You are not a human being. You are a God being. Whatever has not been done in your family, you are going to do it. Because he that is born again is a new creation. You are a new breed. You are a new, you are a new kingdom. The kingdom of God is in you. You are not ordinary. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody wave your hand and say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.